What's up, you guys? Welcome back to our podcast. This podcast is called I Should Not Have Said That. And it's where we talk about things and then we get so deep into conversation that we say things we probably shouldn't say that are either embarrassing or go too far or cause Dallin and I to fight or just you don't happens. you don't like what we say today. And you get to write us and tell us things that you probably shouldn't have said too. And then we'll talk about it at isnhstpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love anything you want to email us. Talk to us about weird things happening in your life. Talk to us about things that are just bugging you about yeah, people in you your just life. Want somebody else's take on. Send them our way if and we want... will give you our take. Yeah. We'll answer your questions. Yeah, we, we do have, have some questions here too. We'll Maybe we'll get to those later. Oh, we absolutely will but get to first, them later. We need to talk about our trip. Before that though, I would just like to talk to you. Why? Well, we have a babysitter right now, so hi. Hi. It's nice to speak to you again. Haven't spoken to you since... Do you still love me? I don't know. Yes, I do. Of course I do. Um, We just literally, Dallin and I, I feel like we wake up and then we just don't really like speak to each other. We just work amongst each other for 24 hours. Yeah. So this is really fun. We have a babysitter for the first time all week and we're just like, hi, hello. Hi. What did you do last night? You left me. Went and had a guy's night every Wednesday night. It's like, I love doing it so much. It's really so good cute for me. because I used to have girls night on Wednesday night. And then one Wednesday night, the girls like didn't meet. And Dallin and his friends were like, I don't this think is we our tried chance. to commandeer Wednesday. You literally we commandeered could have done it. it on a different day. It just ended up being Wednesday. Well, it happened the one Wednesday where my girlfriends and I didn't have a thing. And then while you were at that round table meeting with all your guy friends, you were like, we will meet every Wednesday night. We will never stop meeting. And no one will ever take this night from us. They won't, including you. <laughs> Especially <Wife>. me. <laughs> My friends are always like, Do you, you really have a thing on Wednesdays? That we really did. Wednesdays? Yeah. Specifically? I mean, it's fine. We didn't talk about this. You didn't raise it's it as a major concern. Speak. Well, I didn't know it was like a thing until it was a thing. Well, it's a, now it's a, a thing. thing now. Yeah, sometimes my girlfriends are Any like, other six days of the week, they're well, all like, yours. When my girlfriends are like, let's get together, they always bring up Wednesday. And I'm like, well, Dallin has a thing. And they're like, that's our night. And I'm What's like, not? that's what I tell them because I'm loyal to you. Good. That's and Dallin's I'm loyal night. to my friends. And you're loyal to you. To you. That's how marriage works. As am I. What did you do last night? I, I don't go. We played spike ball and I won every game because I'm apparently really good at that game. I hate guys Although night not I've at our never house. played it before. <laughs> Dallin's really good at getting at the games where like balls have to go into like little holes or like anything with a circle Cornhole, that a ball has to bowling. go into. Not basketball. You're not into that. I mean, I mean I'm, okay hold on. Basketball. I'm sure you're great at it. <laughs> I just haven't Thank witnessed you it for protecting my fragile ego because we don't have a basketball hoop and you don't usually go to play that. You know, there's like Stanley Hudson and then there's me. As That's probably where I'm at. As, right as, above Stanley Hudson. As far as like. And then there's Kevin Malone. As far as how good he is at basketball. Yeah. Does Stanley ever play? Oh, in the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're probably more of a Phyllis. Phyllis. Wait, wasn't she a baller? Yeah. Yeah. You're a Phyllis. At least give me a Kevin Malone. You're a gem. I can sink some you're the, threes. You're the gem. Okay. What else? No, but like golf, cornhole. Oh, golf. That's where you were getting spike at ball. with little balls. Well, no. Balls. Spike ball has a circle net and you have to hit the little ball on it. Anything <laughs> with a little ball, you're really good at. Yep. None of the big ball sports. <laughs> 
<laughs> that doesn't have any application anywhere else in case you were wondering. <laughs> all right. So true. You're good at all the little ball sports. <laughs> little ball sports. <laughs> Even like shooting. Like a little shotgun like pellets. Little <laughs> Yeah. You can hit a clay pigeon from seven miles away. Uh, huh? That's a little circle. Yeah. Okay. Basketball is not my forte, you, I'll admit. What did you talk about? I hate when guys' night isn't at our house because then I don't know anything and I have to rely on what you tell me. We just talk about the purpose of life and parenthood and friends and family and everything that did you men say anything need about to me? come together with for two. What did you say about me? That we have a really great private life you said that uh-huh <laughs> private is the word i will use here what did you use there what probably won't use those words on the podcast either huh what did you say she said it's been so good this past year it's been better than ever and then they went <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> then what did you say um we did, talked about going out to dinner at friends tomorrow night something gonna go we still need to decide on a restaurant. Anything that has been calling to you lately for food? I like Wood Ash Rye. I would just go back there. I thought that was really fun because they have a rotating menu, I think. Mm -hmm. Don't know. That place is awesome. Yeah, we should go there. Last <laughs> time we went there, they had really weird. I think we're going to try an Italian place called Alfredo. You already knew. Pizza by Alfredo. <laughs> Thank you for giving no. the illusion that. <laughs> no. I said that somebody threw that out and we were like, yeah, that could be good. It's not like a set in stone thing. So I said that wrong. We were tossing out, throwing, we threw out Italian okay. as an idea too. Mm -hmm. While you were at your guys night, I tested. You're probably going to wish you would have been here for this too. I recipe tested oh, banana yeah. pudding. Okay. And I believe that I have created the most delicious banana pudding out there. And I haven't created it. It's my friend's recipe, and I made her recipe. And then I was like, what if this had a graham cracker bottom? Mm, with cinnamon in it. So it has a cinnamony graham cracker bottom, and then the top of Some it... Some might say that I have a cinnamony graham cracker bottom. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> yeah. This also... <laughs> Um, quick interlude. <laughs> the first time we tasted the banana pudding, I was pulling it out of the fridge and it was sitting on top of all these hot tops. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the banana pudding's resting on a bed of wieners. And then we paused and I was like, that could be the name of my memoir. <laughs> resting on a bed of wieners. And then we kept going yeah. down that path and we decided chapter two would be called She Didn't Come Because She Was With The Kids. <laughs> <laughs> story of ashley's life chapter yeah. three what would chapter three be called <laughs> my husband is out there having so much fun <laughs> my husband chapter four back to the wiener <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a great book that'd be a bestseller i would read it twice i wasn't there because i was watching the kids <laughs> chapter three my husband had so much fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, anyways it's a great banana pudding and this is coming from a girl who does not like bananas and who especially or pudding or pudding you know what if you're a textured person if you add graham cracker crust to anything it's just automatically like bam it's better cinnamon graham cracker bottoms I... are always best <laughs> yep yep 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cool. Next story. We're on a roll. Yeah, we went to Sedona. Dallin and I had a getaway, and it was literally. Did you have fun? Such a hassle. One out first of, 10. of all, to get there. Oh, why? Because of the drive. You can either go from Wyoming no, to St. Drive, George. Stop. The drive was incredible. Yeah. We, we went to Colorado City. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that. No, it's okay. just like such a hassle because we have kids and dogs. We did the five and a half hour drive from St. George to Sedona, the Flagstaff way. Which is a beautiful, scenic, deserted drive. The drive there was my favorite part. I had the most fun on the drive there. Yeah. We just Besides listened to podcasts. every night with you. Thank you. We listened to podcasts and we stopped in Colorado City. And if you know Colorado City, you know it is the hometown of none other than Warren Jeffs and the polygamist community that lives there. FLDS, Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints. And it was just like... A mind trip for me. They, um, after the Mormons stopped practicing polygamy, they broke off and kept practicing polygamy. And so we've got the mainstream Mormon church who does not practice polygamy anymore. They're still over there going strong off the teachings of the early church leaders. Right. And um, it's turned into a very, very odd ghost town that people still live in and still trying to follow these rules, even though Warren Jeffs is in prison. And like, I think a lot of them aren't with Warren anymore. Th there's different Group. factions within, and some of them wear the traditional clothes and the hairstyle. Some of them dress a little more modern. All the houses there are like unfinished because they tried to take this tax loop hole where, it, like, if the house isn't finished yet, you're not paying property taxes on it. And so, but they would live in these unfinished houses, and every property has this huge gate around it so yeah, people can't like spooky peek on them and one of warren jeff's houses that he was having built for him has turned into america's most wanted hotel because he was arrested before he could ever move into it but it's really big so that's there and it's, it was for and him it's and huge. all his wives yeah and but we went there because first off we wanted to see the town finally because we only lived 20 miles away from it and secondly we wanted to go to this hike that we have heard it was a really pretty hike and it did not disappoint it all. was the best hike it's so ever pretty been on. it was called the water canyon trail yeah and like you walk along the river the whole way it feels like you're in zion's national park like it's beautiful and at the end there's this beautiful waterfall and i like stood under it and it I felt, it was just like the most cathartic experience to have the waterfall fall on me i've never done that and i was there and i was like i don't have kids i have no excuses i'm going to stand under this waterfall and i could have stood there for like hours you did it. Felt you like it my... felt like a blessing from Mother Earth. It did. Yeah. It just felt like so sensory. Like it felt like I was feeling so much. It was really cool. And then Sweet. I made Dallin stand under it and he hated it. It was okay. It was <laughs> nice. I just we just dried off afterwards. I have this thing against wet shoes. So I took my shoes off and then we just had to chill for a while until my feet dried and it was fine. I also have a thing against chafing. <laughs> I don't like hiking with wet shorts on. But we dried off and it was fine. I thought you had shorts that like dried off quickly. No, they were good. Were they 
It was good. I'm like a t- textured sensory person. I don't really like going to the beach, but I'm getting better at it. Okay. It's just once you sit down and dry off and you brush the sand off, you're good. But so, it's just one of those things that I don't love having sand between my toes. Mm. Hate it. A little bit about Dallin. <laughs> the town, I felt the whole time it was kind of this weird full circle moment because like growing up Mormon, I always didn't like polygamy and I always felt really yucky about it. And how it's kind of like portrayed to me, how it was to me growing up, like the vibe I got was we don't understand it. There's a lot of like things we don't understand, but it must have been like the end result must have been positive or good because it was a commandment from God. So it was always just my whole life, me trying to like feel like I needed to believe that it was good because it was from we believed like God, but also like the whole time it just made me cringe and feel yucky and panicky because I was like, what if God makes us do this again? And like to finally see well, it like in heaven or on I earth. don't even know, like ever. So like all my life in my head, I've been like trying to convince myself like, yeah, I don't understand it, but it must have been like net positive. Uh-huh. There must have been something I don't understand, but it was probably good going to this town, Colorado City, and, like, seeing it, I feel like I kind of imagined... All the cars in the driveway. Well, no, like, I just imagined it, like, trying to imagine it good. But, like, seeing it, it was just like, yeah, this wasn't good. Well, and hearing stories of how they kick out boys who aren't... don't have a lot of power or a lot of money or a lot of influence or families don't have a lot of influence because there naturally has to be more girls than boys for it to work. And hearing stories of boys that get kicked out of the community and the wives of the women who are just one of many wives of a man. and Like, this is my conclusion for it. I don't have anything against polygamy if it's consensual. Like, I literally don't care consensual. what you do. But the Being thing about, charred. like, religion, and maybe this is my issue with religion, is that a lot of people do things... Like me, like thinking about polygamy, convincing myself it must have been good. A lot of people do things with like that they wouldn't want to do or wouldn't naturally do or do things that make them feel uncomfortable because they like silence the voice in their head and do it because they think that's what God wants me to do. I think there's like beautiful, people have beautiful lives within religion where they only do things that were like their belief in in a deity mm-hmm. and their like how what makes them feel good like parallel and line up perfectly but i think for me and, and when i more... look at polygam the polygamous town i i can i'm guessing that a lot of people are doing things that maybe they wouldn't choose for themselves but do choose for themselves because they believe that's what god wants them to do so they believe yeah. like even though i don't like this i'm going to do it because I think God, because this is what God wants for me and God knows what's best for me better than I know what's best for me, which again is so fine. But like, there are times where like that's destroyed people's lives. I would guess with these, a lot of these polygamous women. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, cause there's like, it's a double-edged sword that on one side, there's like giving up um, your selfish motives for a higher motive. 
and that's a beautiful thing. But it's a fine line between that and being taken advantage of or or accepting or like a, things that make you feel ill. Yeah, like I think um, that's I think the as the religion gets more and more high demand, the more that certain scriptures like the Lord's ways are not your ways or or um trust not in the arm of flesh or make flesh your arm, but trust in the Lord and he will guide you. I think those scriptures can be used to manipulate people rather than um used to motivate you to um lift your sights to a higher you know, higher values, higher goal and vision of what who you really want to become. Right. Well, I just think like polygamy is the ghost of the religion of like Mormonism. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's the thing they don't talk about. Like even like polygamists in my family, like we talk about like these wonderful pioneer ancestors, but we never, no one really, bring, I didn't know they were polygamists for like until I was older. Your ancestors. Like I had some, right? Or like we like it's just like this thing that no one talks about like oh yeah they were a polygamist and you're like it's just like this ghost so you just like only talk about the good stuff and then you go to colorado city and you're like this probably looks i mean there weren't fences right but it probably looks a little similar to what it was and it just feels like yeah i mean well we listened to the whole year of polygamy podcast and listened to all the actual stories and journal entries from all the wives of early church leaders and some of them had nice things to say and other ones had um really traumatic yeah i just felt like i was like coming face to face with this like mysterious like thing that was always a part of my religion or like in back of my head yeah and it just like wasn't good i didn't like it yeah, well, I'm glad you had that full circle. Like an, I saw it like played out. Anyways, after that, we went to <laughs> Sedona. Oh yeah, water the Water Canyon hike. Everyone awesome. should go there. Go water Canyon Trail was the best trail I hiked. And then the we whole drove time. through a place that looked like it was the backdrop for many Western movies. Four hours. Good thing our car didn't break down because we would have. It's just literally in the middle of nowhere for hours yeah, until we, we get to Flagstaff and we ate at this brewery and I had such a good. Hamburger. Dallin that is was so good. Dallin is a famous Google reviewer. Did you I, see your stats for that one? Am I? It has is like it? over ten thousand. Heck views. yeah, dude! I'm so good at Google leaving Google sends reviews. Dallin emails now and they're like look at like keep doing reviews look at all the views yours have gotten i know your, your yeah. reviews in sedona and flagstaff are like all my reviews I, in sedona sound like a cranky old man like this was too expensive but i most of the food was really what good did and you I left get at that reviews. restaurant i just was complaining about um no what'd you get at the brewery I, it was a it's i a forget burger. what the name of the burger was but there was like, like fried onions and there was barbecue pulled pork and a hamburger patty on it and it was so good dipped in fry sauce yeah I just, and ranch every other bite every time dallin and, I and go, the sweet potato fries were awesome too i'm just gonna have to look it up now because we're yeah, talking read so us much your about review it. every time dallin and i go on a drive we stop at the gas station and buy seven bags of chips that we never eat like i always get the honey barbecue frito twists <laughs> and never eat because uh we keep we try to well, be this healthy is why we never eat them then we like gorge ourselves on these chips and feel sick for a day and swear we'll never eat them again and it usually doesn't happen again until we go on a trip uh-huh. um so i wasn't very hungry at the brewery because i ate like a bat a family-sized bag of honey barbecue frito twists lumberyard and- i had the mile high burger Ooh, it was so good mm-hmm. do yeah. you want to read your review it's I had the Mile High Burger, and it was one of the best burgers I've ever had. The patty was juicy, and the buns were emoji, emoji. There you go. That's my review. 
after yeah. that you can just read your next food review because we drove to our resort we stayed at the amara resort in sedona it's this kind of like quirky really nice resort but you you like you feel like you're driving into the back parking lot of a, a crystal shop and suddenly the road splits and shoots down and you drive down this really steep hill into the hotel and then you're like oh it's a hotel and the concierge guy takes your car and then you walk in but we ate that next morning dallin got a breakfast burrito and he also had a review for that mm-hmm. let's just read it shall <laughs> we read that review. yummy breakfast and great views not the best review but i did views that you have though? on for my breakfast burrito does it say your one in flagstaff had a should she's done a hits <laughs> So there's this vibe about Sedona where it's like kind of like a hippie, psychic, the vibe. mind reading vibe, but also at the same time, rustic, like I feel desert like cowboy a little Sedona bit. Sedona is figuring out what they are still. Like the shops, it was just like... Slash hippie. It wasn't like when you shop at the cute shops in Jackson Hole, there's kind of like a vibe. Like we're like a... And you can't find this stuff other places. I felt like everything at Sedona, the shopkeepers had just ordered in mass from the cheapest Amazon listing. That's hmm. kind of what I felt like. Well, yeah, the t-shirt, like, oh, yeah, and all the rocks. Or like toys or crystals like... Crystals that are supposed to do stuff. I the mean, crystals were cool. They were pricey, though. Very pricey. I shop for my crystals from the Riper one, <laughs> and they're better priced. No, the coolest part about Sedona is just actually getting out in the nature of it all, going on hikes. The first one we did was Cathedral Rock, and it was so pretty. Once you got to the very top, you're surrounded by these giant rock walls. And I was like, if anything is a vortex, this should be a vortex. Feels so Wait, nice tell people here. what the vortexes are. Oh, vortexes are supposedly energy centers where there's increased vibrations of the earth, and you feel um, like a heightened sense of awareness or presence a lot of people go like to go there meditate like or do yoga feeling. like a sacred vibe of in the vortex i didn't feel that on any of our hikes like even when we went with yogi blair our, i didn't feel it there i mean it's obviously so people beautiful. are will be like oh i, I feel some something. pictures to our instagram you Sedona. felt it on cathedral rock but mm-hmm. i felt it at water canyon yeah at the trail in colorado city what does that say about me maybe polygamy is true no, it's not. It's Joke. fine if you're happy, but they're not happy. Who are we to say if they're happy or not? Maybe they are. I've read a lot of memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> the happy ones probably aren't writing memoirs about. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so Cathedral Rock was my personal favorite hike that we did there. And what else? One more awesome thing about Sedona. Then we'll move no, on. No, I don't want to move on. I want to talk about one more. Okay. We went on a hike with... So Dallin and I were... Oh, like, yeah, we got to talk about yoga. When we go places without kids, and it's not often, I kind of get in this mindset like, we got to do it. If you, if you look at something and your mind's like, that might be fun, you just have to do it. Because we're so used to our whole life being, or like as parents with our kids full time being like, oh, that'd be fun. Another time. You know, it's Someday. not it's not our season or like, that'd be fun if we didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. So in Sedona, we, we walked, just tried to do all these. Things we walked by this booth of all of the things tourists should do, and I got like thirty flyers out of there, and we started calling numbers because I was like, oh, "This is fun." We booked kayaking. We booked a yoga session with almost a very did a pink tour. Dude named Yogi Blair. Do you want to talk about kayaking first or the yoga session first? Kayaking. Kayaking was yoga. terrifying. 
but I recognize the pictures we got back showing the parts where I was terrified. It's just like this little little (laughs) ripple. Yeah. I kept being like, I don't know. I'm like a sucker for like praise. So like when I have like a, a guide or a leader, I'm always trying to like catch his eye so he can give me praise. And after I went over all these ripples, I'd like look at him and he'd be like, Good job. Next. Next. And I was like, do you not see? I did it. I was so scared and I did it. But I get now looking back at the pictures, it literally is just like this, like this little babbling brook. And I, there's like a picture of me with my eyes closed, like <laughs> ripping my paddle for my life. Yeah. Going over them, it wasn't that dangerous, but it really felt dangerous. After that, we wanted to buy kayaks. Yeah. We haven't bought them yet, but I think it'd be fun to get more into kayaking. Every time I want to buy something, Dawn's like, well, let's look at how much money we spent last month. And then I just don't want to buy anything. It works 60% of the time, every time. And then we went, yeah, we booked this yoga. We wanted to do, we wanted to be, we wanted to do the Sedona stuff. And part of that is embracing the part of that is the spiritual or the psychic hippie nature of it. So we went and did a yoga session in a vortex oh, guided by yeah. a yogi. Dallin called a rando number that he found on well, Google. No, I found a well-reviewed one. Still picked random. It. Picked it. We get a text message from a man named Yogi Blair. I was like, I didn't know that they like, Yogi was a title. Uh-huh. So we spent, me and Yogi Blair, before you got out of the car, I was out of there first. And you usually spend like a good 20 minutes checking every stock that's ever been before you get out of the car. So mm-hmm. I get out first and I see Yogi and he ushers me forward. And I'm like, don't like I'm like looking around like about to have like a one-on-one with a stranger which is my greatest fear mm-hmm. and he's like hi I'm Yogi Blair and I was like oh is that like is that your name and he was <laughs> like yes Yogi Blair is my name uh-huh. it was very like awkwardly forward kind of but really sweet and I was like okay Yogi cool like is that like your name name or is that like a title and he was like my name is yogi blair yeah he kept... he's just this dude that's very in tune with the earth and extremely flexible and fit and can put his body in any position no, for we yoga went back ever. and forth for like four minutes me being like is yogi blair your real name like yogi and your last name's blair and he wouldn't answer me he kept being like my name is yogi blair like yogi bear and i was like so do you go by yogi or blair uh-huh. and he was like my name is Yogi Blair, like yeah, the bear. A very, uh, very <laughs> like... eccentric. But he he's like a smart business guy too. He's built up this yoga. Yeah, I think he makes business, bank. and he has like four people to work under him. He said he's been doing it for like thirteen years in Sedona. All I know is we paid how much for each of us. It was a hundred bucks. It was a hundred bucks for Dallin and a hundred bucks for me. And there was eight, like eight people. How many? There was like five other women mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. So in that two hours, three hours, he was with us. He made like 800 bucks just hiking and doing yoga. Sweet. And he does two a day, every day. Yeah. Makes me want to go start a clinic in Sedona. Dylan and I were like, where do you live, Yogi? Where do you live over here on this hill? Yeah. Which of these houses are yours? No, he's this dude that looks, seems like he's done a lot of mushrooms or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was like, I was like, so you do this full time? And he's like, yes, I do. It's a fun way to play in life. As he reaches out and grabs some of this plant and eats it. Yeah. He was nuts. He's, he's literally eating he's plants. He's telling a, us what plants you can eat. He was just like, everything we said, he didn't have like a strong opinion. Dallin would say something and he'd be like, oh, yes, that's a nice way to play. <laughs> As for me, I like 
to see these rocks or like yeah. or you're like if he ate a plant because he ate plants the whole way he'd like thank the tree make sure you think it before you take it yeah that was him he was a vibe mm-hmm. and yeah doing yoga he was obviously way better than us so he was like i like to call this move try it and see what happens and then we just go from being standing on two legs to one leg and one hand and try to balance like this. And then Yogi Blair's, there was a point where I was like, Yogi Blair's not doing anything. Does he even know yoga? And, and then, then all of a sudden he does it with us for a little bit. all of a sudden he was like kung fu he panda. Like, crouching tiger. It was moves, as if like he had most... no joints, but also the strongest muscles in the world and became like. So flowy. Like, it was like he was like a praying mantis. Like That's what I imagined. Like he could bend and retract as a, as a bug. Yep. Like so deeply, <laughs> yeah. like he could go so deep in uh-huh. the warrior one. He went so deep. I didn't know it could be done that way. I've only seen like yoga people at Gold's Gym do it, and it's not how it's supposed to be done. Yogi Blair showed us Yogi Blair showed how us. yoga was supposed to be done. And for that, I will be forever grateful. Thank you, Logi. He was Bl- like Yogi a little Blair. cricket playing on this earth. <laughs> yeah, he was right. Uh-huh. He was. Okay, what's next? We about never Sedona. said bye to him because it started having a thunder. <laughs> there was like a thunderstorm, and Yogi was like, "Everyone, stop here, and we'll talk about this plant." And I was like, "Yogi Blair, it is raining. No one wants to know." <laughs> yeah, so we just walked ahead, and I texted him. I said, "Hey, we got out of the rain. Thanks again." And he sent me this long paragraph. So nice. We could just read it right now, shall we? Yeah. You can kind of get. I feel. He like... says, "Aloha, Dallin. Wow, wasn't expecting that little bit of rain there towards the end." That was a fun one today. I'm loving how it went so magically perfect. Thanks for having an experience with me. Great to meet you both. Let me know if you have any questions or anything that came up or otherwise. Aspiring that the rest of your Sedona adventures continue to be amazing. Cheers, Yogi Blair. It sounds like we're making fun of him, but I really like, I had the feeling that we were just so affected by this world that we would never be able to be friends with him he's like a newborn baby in a 40 year old body that can speak and i just felt like yogi blair i felt polluted next to him like what do we need to get rid of in our lives so we can be more like my like catty little mind is just like and then yogi Yogi blair's over there so pure he's he just accepts everything for one we should probably do more yoga yeah and probably become vegan or something i thought i was okay at yoga but then i saw yogi blair bounce into action mm-hmm. he and it wasn't i thought it would be like a meditative yoga Dylan and i were sweating pretty <laughs> yeah i was hoping it would be more chill than it was yogi blair was like let's do 15 more of that and then it went for like 90 we minutes did like 90 minutes yoga of session. sun salutations and i was not prepared it was really hard uh-huh yeah it was a workout. But we did post some cool pictures of it to our Instagram. So go look them at the Dashley's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we hung out on the last. Oh, we did a really long hike. Longer than we thought it would be. It in really... the blazing sun. Didn't bring enough water. So Dallin's one job. I don't think it was spoken. So I can't say it was your job. But it was your backpack. And I just <laughs> right. assumed that. I forgot you... it. I left it in the hotel room. So the last few miles were a little parchy. And but we made also, it. you drink water like a friggin' camel. I did drink a lot of the water, but I did also try to conserve for you. You did, but you. I think your strategy was every time you took a drink, you would give me a drink. Mm-hmm. But we were out of water within twenty minutes with that strategy because <laughs> you're like 
<laughs> you chugged it so fast. Yeah. It's okay. We, we made it. You gotta be. And like, we're stronger for it. Yeah. We found cool ruins. We went up, climbed up inside of Montezuma. Our... They weren't ruins. It was just a cave that the sign said native people might have stayed here once. But we weren't like climbing in. No, we saw like houses. No, we the ones we went in. It the cave we went in. Oh. It's yeah. not like we were climbing through old sacred ruins. No. No. They wouldn't allow it. But we went up in the cave and we were like imagining what it would be like. It was pretty cool. I felt like that was vortexy. That was cool. I never felt vortexy at the vortexes. Yeah. I feel vortexy in places where like I feel like people have lived a life mm -hmm. and then they're gone. And then I go there and I feel like I can like, like cemeteries. I can feel like the wisdom, not cemeteries, like where they've lived. Oh. Like people just go to cemeteries when they're dead. They don't live. That's there. why you like pioneer things. Yeah, like I feel like I can feel this, like something there, like a, like a shadow of their life. Mm -hmm. Like if I turned really quick, I would just see them living their life in it. Probably. That's how I feel. Anyways, Deep. then we came home. We came home back to reality. Hope there goes gravity. Yeah, and that's the story of Sedona. Cool. Should we read one question, then move on? Mm -hmm. We'll do more questions in our next podcast, guys. This one's taken up. Please send all... us things to talk about because it's just so fun and easy. We, we do have do we have a lot of unread emails right now. Yeah. More on Florida. More thoughts on Florida. You ready? We're, Ash and I still kind of go back and forth. We're pretty much like maybe someday if we strike it rich, it'd be cool to have a second house there. But I don't know if it'll be, ever be That's a primary residence. I feel like moving traumatized us and we're yeah. like, like never that again. was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Penny said, Don Ashley, I'm Penny and I'm, I too am due to be moving to Florida in the new near future. I'm British and from the UK, but I met my American Bostonian fiance back in 2019. We've made the decision to make home on USA soil. So I'll be moving where he is once our paperwork to marry is here. Currently just outside West of Celebration. <gasps> cool. They're moving next to Celebration. Honestly, there's just so much to do in Florida. I've made 11 trips over the last four years to visit, and each time we find multiple new amazing things to do. I'm a huge, huge nature outdoorsy girl, and I don't think I could ever be bored there. The thing that was in the back of my mind initially is being so far from family. Well, yeah, especially being from the UK. Uh, what we found so far is that there is always a friendly face, and if you get out, you'll soon make friends. This part isn't worrying me anymore, as I know we'll have amazing quality time when family does come to visit. That's true. Also wanted to say I've followed along on your journey since you started, and it's so wonderful to see where you've come from to where you are now. Hope you get your heart and head aligned. It's a big decision, but aren't all things in life. Lots of love to you all. All the way from England, all the best, Penny. Penny. Penny, thanks for the email. That was. When people tell me they've watched all of our vlogs, I'm just like, we know each other. Yeah. We're cool. I could I meet know. you on the street, and we could, like, go on a family vacation together yeah well and, congrats on your marriage and good luck on the big move That's across big the move. sea across the pond i want it penny i would like to know if you are you okay with the bugs because i don't think there's bugs in england is there not hey, there's probably bugs it's probably like here like here we just have cockroaches yeah and that's it literally wise Colette says, love your podcast stories, was born in Florida. Now I reside in Hawaii. You guys oh, crack Colette. me up. You guys crack me up talking about the lakes in Florida when it's surrounded by the beautiful Atlantic Ocean and Gulf of Mexico. Enjoy the beaches. Don't Something go to the you lakes. are missing in Utah. It's like here in Hawaii. 
they built a wave surf pool when we are surrounded by the Pacific Ocean and best surfing in the world. Just saying. Keep up the great work on your social media platforms. Aloha, Colette. She Colette, says go to the beach. I, we have only watched YouTube videos and the realtors on the you're moving to Orlando videos all talk about how great it is to play in the lakes. And yeah. I can't fathom it. Truly. I cannot fathom it. Yeah. I can't fathom taking this like four-year-old baby that I have coddled that i have kept alive taking them a place for four years where like alligators are against just their will around. i have kept these children alive yeah. and then to be like have fun playing in this crocodile lake guys love you love you it's gonna be so fun i can't yeah. fathom it cool guys send us your emails isnhstpodcast at gmail.com we can't wait to hear from you and you just might be in our next podcast see ya <laughs>